elephant in the room isn't someone comes forth with their explanation in the Proverbs verse. That's actually not the issue at all. All of us live in, in the desire to cosplay and wear different masks. Regardless on his legal issues, this is, is as clear cut as day. I've, I've met Mace and hung out with him a, a few times. And one of the things I, I wanted to talk to him about was this verse. Bruce Lawn. If you're a fan of hip hop and you were listening to rap in the 90s, like I was, uh, then you know who Mace is. And you definitely know who Diddy is. Okay, Mace, massive artist in the 90s. He then goes on to release a couple albums. Well, one album specifically with Bad Boy. And then he did a second album. And he did a Harlem World album, a group album. And then he quit rap and pursued being a pastor. Okay, under Creflo Dollar. I think he got an honorary doctorate. So that should kind of tell you where, where his theology is from. He wrote a book about it. I actually read the book at the time. Um, this is before I, w- I was quite hip on some of the ridiculous stuff that uh, Creflo Dollar was preaching back then. But I read the book, and uh, it, w- it wasn't a bad book. Nevertheless, Mace then has taken hiatuses, came back and forth to music multiple times. He was rocking with 50 Cent. He was rocking with Kanye. And he'd go back into the church and come back and do his thing, go back into the church, come back and do his reform. And there's always been this, this tension between Mace and Diddy. And it's culminated to Mace... Uh, making a diss track about Diddy a couple months ago that um, was meh. And then Diddy going on a breakfast club, which I'm not going to play you guys that clip, and basically calling Mace a fake pastor. And then also saying that Mace owes him $3 million. The accusations against Diddy have been that uh, Diddy owes Mace money and Diddy won't let him out of his contract when Diddy's claiming Mace owes him $3 million. Now, why are we talking about this? Well, you, you're going to see in just a moment uh, because Mace is still pastoring. Mace is pastoring a church in Atlanta that, that he recently took over about a year, year and a half ago. So here is Mace responding to Diddy's Breakfast Club interview where Diddy said that Mace is a fake pastor and, and Mace actually owes him $3 million. This is Mace's first response. Yo, I did it. Talking about he want receipts. Let's start with your mother. Nigga. Your mother got the receipts. Everything is in your mother's name. That's the one who got the receipts. You need more proof? Biggie ain't here, so Big can't give you no receipts. He dead. Craig Mack can't give you receipts. He dead. What are you talking about? Who else? Black Rob can't give you receipts. He dead. And everybody else, you made sign paperwork so they can't talk about what I'm talking about. I'm the only one with the guts. You're not signing. Because I need the money. All money ain't good money. Remember that. Watch how this video ends, and then watch watch the end of this, and and and, and, and tell me if you can. Remember that. Remember that. You know who to play with. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch, watch that frame. He turns around, and look at that. He's smiling. Right. Now let's juxtapose this. With a video Mace put out from his official YouTube page. Okay, this is from Mace's official YouTube page. And I got a verse. Okay, I got a verse that's actually more applicable to, to, to many of us than we would like to acknowledge. Okay, so this is Mace's response on his official YouTube page. One he put on Instagram, this is on his official YouTube page. It has like 80,000 subscribers. Check this out. My name is Mace. I wanted to talk to you guys for a moment. Is it okay if we have a conversation today? In fact, let me, let me take my reading glasses. And there it says, Mason Betha. Now watch this. Put those on. These are more cool. This is more for business like we need to handle today, okay? He puts on glasses. 
This is Mason Bethel. So today, I wanted to talk to you. I know yesterday you probably felt a certain way about the way I communicated, but I'm very unapologetic about the way I communicated because I know what I said was right. Maybe you didn't like the way I said it, but I know what I said was right. And I want to tell you why, you know. If the devil can use him aggressively, then I want you to know God can use me aggressively. I want you to also know you may not like my delivery. You might say, well, listen here, why did you say it that way? I cannot speak to people outside of the church the way I speak to people inside the church. I got to know my audience. Isn't that what you would say if you're talking to a people? The first thing you got to know is your audience. I cannot speak to people outside of the church in the same way I speak to people inside of the church. Okay, now this, why Why did he make this video? Because he still, he still has a church. He's played footsie one foot in, one foot out for a long time. He, he puts this whole thing of him in a suit and in a turtleneck with reading glasses on. Just listen to what he goes and on. I saying. also want you to know that the thing that's really stirring up so much confusion is because for years. I want to make sure that you guys know about our upcoming podcast launch, October 20th. The tickets for that are pinned up at $7. And I would like to give you guys an exclusive preview. No one's seen these little previews of these conversations of some of the guests we've had, but I want to give you guys an exclusive preview so that you guys can get an idea of what to expect. I've always thought it was nasty to not put in two weeks. Mm -hmm. I quit that day. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even like, wasn't even in the mood to like sleep with these girls, but I felt like I had to. How come none of these personalities are ever doing anything benevolent? (laughs) So I think that there could be a spiritual, maybe potential demonic component that's in there that we haven't explored. The fact that I was single until I was 40 and I knew I was never going to plan a church being a single guy. I wasn't going to, I wasn't about to set myself up. You know, and then I remember one time my uh, financial advisor at the time, she was like, hey, did you know you're spending more than you're making like every month? And I was like, oh, for real? And I'm supposed to, you know, perform this uh, production assistant is like, hey, here's a Viagra. Take it if you want to take it. Don't if you don't. It's in your hand. It's yours. I teamed up with Moment for the exclusive live premiere of the anticipated Bless God podcast. And the tickets for that are only $7. When you get to the main page, click the yellow get ticket button, scroll down to the add-ons and throw in your ticket to the after party as well as some exclusive merchandise. And I will see you there. These guys have organized a mass organized effort to slander my name behind the scenes. So every time I say something, you're just seeing my part because their part is behind the scene. But I want you to know I'm up for it. I'm up for it. I'm anointed for it. I'm anointed to dethrone evil. I want you to... He's anointed to dethrone evil. Okay. We've got a Bible verse here in a second. Just just, just stay with me. Know that. <laughs> so don't be worried for me. If anything, pray for me. Pray for the things that you don't understand. Because I know there's a big misunderstanding between you. The first thing that comes to my mind is about how in Proverbs 18 and 17... The Bible talks about how you can hear one side and it seems right until you hear the other side. Until it's cross-referenced, you don't know that so much of the... Mace, no one's concerned that Diddy may owe you money. Diddy is not uh, a point of moral or ethical high ground. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, Mace came at Diddy and Diddy's... No one's thinking that, Mace. Or, Or at least no one I know is thinking that. The issue isn't that. Like the elephant in the room isn't someone for, comes forth with their explanation in the Proverbs verse. That's actually not the issue at all. 
Okay, and we're going to get to the issue. Truth has been missing from what you've been informed about. The second thing I want to talk to you about is the story about Isaiah 40. What is that? Isaiah 54 and 17, where the Bible talks about in Isaiah that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So if you see me being aggressive, it's because I know no weapon formed against me shall prosper. But isn't it sad that that's the only part of that scripture people understand? The very next statement in that scripture, and it is loaded with content, it's loaded with revelation, but the very next part of that scripture says, and if any man, any man, any man, or any tongue rise up against you, you shall refute it. And that's what I did. He said something and I refuted it. I pulled it down because I knew it wasn't the truth. And I dealt with him as aggressively as he has chosen to deal with me. Another thing I want to tell you, the third but not last thing, think about this. I went through every step on how to deal with him. Every step on how to deal with Puff biblically. I dealt with him biblically. That's why I felt aggressive about it. I so he went through every step and how to deal with him biblically. No, no, like he felt like I did not have to change my strong approach because, number one, I went to him as a brother when things were not right. Secondly, I went to him with a witness. That was Rodney Jerkins. Like the Bible says, if you don't get it right with him, go back to him with a witness. I did that. The third thing it tells us to do is go to the church. Bring it before the elders. I reached out to his bishop. His bishop declined to mediate the situation. Earlier, he said that you can't speak to people that are not in church is the same way you can speak to people in church. I cannot speak to people outside of the church the way I speak to people inside the church. And then here, what does he say? Because, number one, I went to him as a brother when things were not right. Secondly, I went to him with a witness. That was Rodney Jerkins. Like the Bible says, if you don't get it right with him, go back to him with a witness. I did that. The third thing it tells us to do is go to the church. So which one is it? Is he is he in the church or is he not in the church? It's a lot of double double speak. And, and, and again, we're going to get to this verse here in just a second. Bring it before the elders. I reached out to his bishop. His bishop declined to mediate the situation. So I just... You can't speak to Diddy in the same way you would speak to people in the church, but then you you lay out the biblical confrontations and the steps of escalation for people in the church. Which one is it? But that's not even the point. I just, I just found that out. Went to step number four, which is mark him as a publican and have nothing to do with him. And that's what I did lyrically. And that's what you guys have a problem with. So I don't know if it's me or you got a problem with the Bible because all I did was handle it the way you're supposed to handle it. And I'm up for all the smoke he has to bring. Puff can't beat me at anything. So then take him to court. Sue him. Take him to court. If you've done everything you can, then take him to court. Right? If it's a legal matter and you have the receipts, why was this not settled years ago? I may do a lot of things you don't agree with. Pray for me like I will pray for you instead of letting your voice be used against something that could be a phenomenal change for our culture. We don't need no more leaders like that. We need, we need new gatekeepers. If there's ever been a company, just think of this, that handled those people that way for 20 straight years, you wouldn't keep them in leadership. So why should we keep these same gatekeepers who have done nothing but exploited us? and used our talents against us for their own gain and their children. Until then, I'm signing off. This is Mace. This is Mason Betha. Anyway, so I don't have a problem with, with whatever the legal issue is. I think it's very telling that he's two different people. What up, what up, it's a big You're not signing, because I ain't need the money. All money ain't good money. Remember that. Remember that. Remember that. You know He's two different people. And when I've met Mace and hung out with him a few times. And one of the things I wanted to talk to him about was this verse. 
that he's been exhibiting for a very long time, and I actually think that this is, regardless on his legal issues, this is, 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 is as clear-cut as day that someone as a pastor is showing a degree of ego duality that is so obvious and has consistently for the better part of almost two decades. This is James chapter 1. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Amen. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, and for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by in wind. For let that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded and unstable in all his ways. So if you're asking for wisdom, yet you aren't living out the actual ways that God is telling you to live out, you're a double-minded man. There's an incongruence there in what you say your faith is and what it isn't with one side of mace and another side of mace. Which one is it? Is the cosplay the pastor mace or is the cosplay the rapper mace? Which one is the WWE character? Because he's clearly, clearly double-minded. Clearly two different people. From the cadence and the speech to what he's wearing to the grill to, to the I need to put on the intellectual glasses. You're playing dress-up and you're playing with God. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And I think the fact that Mace for this long has compartmentalized Mace and Betha the pastor and Mace the rapper, that Mace is still going out and performing and touring and doing all the terrible content that he put out back then to diss songs now, multiple diss songs, right? And, and, and you know he's saying the N-word, he's not cussing. Okay, you're still making diss records about people but fine. But then you're going to go and pastor a church. Something about that seems rather incongruent. Something about that seems rather contrary to how God would have us behave. Regardless on if your issues with Diddy are, are legit, my, you know, I would guess they are. I guess he has legit issues. It makes me think of the root word of integrity, which is integer, meaning one. One, there's one. You are, if someone who has integrity, that means they are one stable person. They're not two people. There's no ego duality there. There's no, I'm this way with my church friends, and then I'm this way with my rapper friends. I'm this way in my marriage, but I'm this way with my boys. You're one person, integer. You have integrity. You're consistent. The way I come in here and talk to you guys is with the same language that I speak to my son the same way I speak on the basketball court, the same way I speak to my wife. I don't have multiple personalities. And so I'm, 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 concer I'm concerned for Mace, but this has been a pattern for so long. And in the times I've tried to, I've tried to pull him to the side and talk to him about it, it's, you know, it, it, he's, he's not really open to receiving this. And it sucks because if he was just one person, one cohesive, consistent person who's on fire for Jesus and actually solid in his theology and not with some of this weirdo stuff that he's been on and is then in culture and in music trying to, I guess, influence that. I, th I think maybe that could, that could be effective. I don't know. But this entire thing is, is a train wreck in the way he's representing himself.
It's 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 it, it, it's not a good look for the kingdom. It's not a good look for him. It's not a good look for his church. It's, and it and it and it and it completely undermines his potential legitimate issues. Because if you're going to be a pastor, then be a pastor, or be a pastor in music. Be a Christian that's unapologetic about your Christian and the way you handle conflict in music. And if you feel like you've walked through the process of confronting Diddy and all these different things, then go through the proper authorities and bring your receipts and take them to court. It, 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 it just comes out so inconsistent to how a pastor should behave. And Mace, if he wasn't a pastor, like if he wasn't actually pastoring a church, I, you know, we've seen this with DMX before, right? As And, and we saw how that ended, unfortunately, very tragically. So... But with with Mace, like he's he's pastoring, he's shepherding people, and so my 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 advice to him is, bro, be one person, be one person, be the same, be be consistent. Doesn't mean you can, sometimes yes, the tone can be different based on who you're speaking to, for sure. I speak to my kids in a different tone than if I was having a conversation with a brother of mine that needed to be confronted. I get that part, but this is beyond that. This is this is dress up. This is you're playing with God. You're playing with the things of God. You're playing with being a pastor, which it says to pastors are to be above reproach for using that word pastor, elder, right? First Timothy chapter three, we were to be above reproach, right? And all Christians really, but 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 specifically pastors. And so I find this very, very, very um problematic and 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 it just it's it keeps going on and on. And I don't think this is a uh, 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 accurate representation of how any Christian should behave, let alone someone that's shepherding people and, and leading in a local church context. And, and it, this has been consistent with him for a long time. And I would hope that uh, self-correct, course-correct, Mace, you, you, you got to, outside of your issues, you got to fix this, bud. This is not okay. This is not okay. You, you, you know you're out of pocket. So I don't know. I, f- I found it problematic. What do you guys think? Am I tripping? Not that I like need to be his friend, but I always found it telling that like Mace never affiliated with like other Christians in the in the music space, right? Like there was never any desire to collaborate, work, build relationships, anything like that. I always found it really interesting, and it's like he's it's like he has this allure of the game and the industry instead of trying to be a conduit of change in the industry. In my opinion, if Mace was solid with Jesus in his theology and in his actual day-to-day life, he could have been created and helped usher in and a whole new wave of music, Christian music, Christian hip-hop music. You know, he was the hottest artist in the world when he when he stepped down. I remember that. I remember Biggie passing away, Tupac passing away, and Mace was the guy, and then he, like, walked away from all of it, which makes you question, you know, 22 years later, you're still behaving this way. I also think we should have grace for people. Mace is just like... A lot of people on Bad Boy were cheated out of a lot of money, money that could have taken care of their families. Yeah, I hear you, Miss V. I think I think that's fair. I think um, I think we have grace, but 22 years later, like, come on, sis. You you hear where I'm coming from? I had grace for Mace 10 years ago when I tried to have this conversation with him. 20, it's been 22 years, and you're still behaving like this. 22 years. Musical people, creative people in general, tend to we we tend to be more. Uh, if I'm honest, we tend to be more emotional we tend to be more in tune that's 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 kind of what makes great art a lot of times right is that ability to connect emotionally with people and so i think that that definitely plays a role into it right i think um but 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 the very things that make great art make a messy life 
The very things that make great art make a messy life. I mean, again, look at DMX. Look at your favorite rappers. A lot of them are, have a lot of this ego duality. They know the right things they should be doing. They just are incapable of doing them. And so I think there is a tension there that all of us live in, right? And all of us live in, in, in the desire to cosplay and wear different masks, you know? But the mask needs to come off. You need to, you need to be congruent. You're a new creature in Christ, right? And so I think when you think about it from that perspective, that is why I think, that is why I think it, it could be difficult for someone in art because we worship at the altar of honesty and authenticity when our honesty and authenticity needs to be submitted to the truth. And who is the truth? Jesus is the truth. In your best endeavors to be honest and authentic, that still has to submit. As if you're a follower of Jesus, still has to be submitted to, to the truth. And it, it says that Simeon blessed God. God.